welcome to the podcast, The Common Bridge with Richard Helpy. Rich is a successful entrepreneur in the technology, health, and finance space. He and his wife, Leslie, are also philanthropists with interest in civic and artistic endeavors, but with a primary focus on medically and educationally underserved children. My name is Brian Kruger, and from time to time, I'll be the moderator and host of this podcast. Okay, welcome back again. It's uh, We're here with Richard Helpy again for The Common Bridge. It's always great to be here. And Rich, I'm going to kind of steer you off course this time. We've been talking a lot about politics and such, but I'm going to uh, put you in the spotlight here. You do a lot of stuff with um, philanthropic endeavors. And uh, one of them that's really close to your heart is something called Champions of Wayne. And um, I'd like to have you, if you don't mind, just tell the audience about that. I, I think it's incredible. And um, go ahead and let us know what Champions of Wayne is all about. Well, I hope you've got uh, a lot of media to record this on because um, <laughs> I'm comfortable. <laughs> I could go uh, for hours on this topic of, about Champions of Wayne. And yeah, Brian, uh, you're correct. One of the cornerstones of our marriage is to be supportive of our communities and to be philanthropic. And um, you know, we did that before our ship came in, and uh, we've been blessed with good fortune that's allowed us to do more. And we have supported civic and artistic uh, endeavors, uh, but really our hearts around medically and educationally underserved kids. Mm -hmm. um, early support of Cornerstone Schools in Detroit, uh, linking them with the Cranbrook educational community. That's kind of a highlight we'd like to talk about. Um, but you want to talk about Champions of Wayne today. So let me tell you what Champions of Wayne is. So uh, I grew up in the town of Wayne, Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, just outside of Detroit. Just outside Detroit, yeah. Yeah, right down the Michigan Avenue bus line. And, uh, you know, baby boomer kid, you know, big families, uh, lots of good things happening. Um, Wayne Westland School System was recognized as a very, very good school system. Uh, it prepared a lot of uh, people to go to college, oftentimes the first generation mm -hmm. to, to go to college. Solid blue collar. Solid blue collar, yeah. yeah. Um, I always like to say that my public education was paid for by two Ford plants <laughs> that right. were at the edge of town. The uh, uh, They've gone by different names, but they were at the time was a Michigan truck plant and uh, Wayne Assembly. Mm -hmm. And uh, the and in fact, the those two plants, you could get a diploma from Wayne Memorial High School and go that summer and get a middle class standard of living to, to work in, in, the, in the factory there. And mm -hmm. um, today, uh, you know, Wayne is, is not that community in, in terms of those economic opportunities. Um, it is still the same community in terms of just grit and perseverance and nothing can stop us. Um, the community also lost its downtown in the 60s. Mm -hmm. uh, they had Civil War era buildings um, it had shopping district in the middle of town, and it took a gamble on something called urban renewal that leveled most of the downtown and made the US 12 Michigan Avenue two-way. Mm -hmm. uh, so that sense of identity was really um, uh, difficult to grab. Uh, it became known as urban removal, actually. Sure, and, and not unique to Wayne, but absolutely hit Wayne like a ton of bricks. It, it did. so. Um, in any case, Champions of Wayne. So uh, I'll wind the clock back. I graduated from high school a long time ago, and Wayne, being very vocationally oriented, um, taught us how to program the computers. The 
computers that the school system used to run um, their district were mm -hmm. at the high school in a computer room, mm -hmm. and they taught us how to program them. Uh, I happened to have a talent for doing that. That led to uh, a career, which led to starting some businesses, which led to something to, um, to be able to pay back. Sure. Um, fast forward 2007, uh, I was honored to be the commencement speaker at the uh, graduation. Uh, source of shock to my family and friends, uh, but indeed uh, did that and uh, connected. Uh, actually, the superintendent of schools at that time was another guy that lived in the neighborhood. And I said to him casually, hey, if there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Well, some months later, I get a letter from the school psychologist, a guy named Bill Gray. And Bill described this program. And he, he had gotten uh, kids to pair up with a mentor on a goal very specific to them. And if they achieve the, um, the goal, then they would give them a little recognition, a little pizza party type thing, and then um, get their name on a trophy. They get a picture taken next mm -hmm. to this big trophy. Mm -hmm. And they said, you can go home and tell your grandmother you're a champion. Right. And Bill's letter said, wanted me to fund uh, $200 toward a community college. And I wrote Bill back and I said, you know, Bill, I think this program is really good and I'll help with the proviso that we take those $200 and we give it to the student directly, mm -hmm. all right? I, knowing the culture there, I knew what would change that student's ability to perform academically. Um, and so I got involved, we had 25, 30 kids, the first cohort. Um, I started looking at it like any other business. What's the demand here? Um, what's our constraint factors? You know, the demand's like a thousand kids. Yeah. Constraint factors, how many mentors can we get? Now it gets interesting because now we start getting the, the Richard Helpy business force behind this now, right? It, it was uh, um, clearly a labor of love and we were able to institutionalize this and create a 501c3 company to runs right next to the uh, school system and the building administration mm -hmm. um, where we now have um, upwards of 600 kids every semester and nearly every adult in the building is a mentor and it's a broad cross-section of kids we have some kids that um, uh, typically the goal is uh, can you prove your grade point? Can you improve your grade point mm -hmm. average? Uh, but there are some times it's, it's uh, behavioral, like don't get suspended this semester. Just do better than what you've been doing. So these are hyper-focused goals that are uh, tailored to the individual student. So it's, it's, a, it's quite a different mentoring. Uh, it's a goal-oriented Right, and, and so... Uh, so we have for our high kids that are high achievers, that uh, they could mail it in and get a 3.9. Mm -hmm. Their goal might be 4.1 plus a community service. Yeah. That uh, the goals are very challenging for all of the students. And it's been really rewarding because if, it, when I was going to school there, if I was always showing up for class and, turn, and not being disruptive and doing my work, you might come up to me and say, hey, I got eight other fun things to do. Why are you doing that? 
And I know to be able to turn to you and say, you know, I'm getting $200 for this. It gives me the opportunity for, to go talk to this educationally or economically successful adult. And in some of these kids' instances for the first time, mm-hmm. that someone's talking to them about their grades. Yeah. And in fact, we have to tell them what a grade point is when they come in on the ninth grade and why it's important and how to calculate it. Um, and so oftentimes the goal is improve your grade point. Um, but again, sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's, it's on the behavioral side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, look, but, but Rich, a, a, a cash incentive, you must have run into uh, a pushback from that. I mean, that's a very unique program and it's been very successful. But tell us about any kind of pushbacks you've had. You know, there's always going to be detractors <laughs> sure. in anything that you do. Um, this was pretty hard to argue against because of the success at the individual student level and at the school level. And going in, I was pretty confident we could help individual kids. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, and I'll try not to use their names, but one young lady, um, she was, her first goal was don't get suspended. And I'm looking at her, she's like 89 pounds. And okay, I said, what's she getting suspended for? Well, fighting. I was like, <laughs> who is she fighting? All right, she's 89 pounds. So she achieved that goal and she walked across the stage. We now have a banquet instead of a pizza party. They okay. get a, a yeah. whole banquet yeah. um, and they get to invite two people to witness them. Mm-hmm. And so she gets through an entire semester without being suspended. So you must do this twice a year then. Twice if doing, a year. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, once and uh, then took an aim at a grade point of I don't remember what it was. Let's say it was one point eight, and then it then it got raised two point seven, etc. Cutting to the chase, she graduated with a three point six and went on to college. Amazing. Um, we've had uh, another one of my favorite kids early on, uh, perfect attendance record. And a 0.02 GPA. Oh my goodness! Um, and and I asked him, I said, "What are you doing?" He's a nice kid. He just smiled. I don't know. Well, his goal was to graduate with his class, and with his mentor, he had to take extra classes, go at night, go through the summer, couldn't miss, uh, and graduated on time. And uh, last spring, they brought him back, and. Uh, uh, I didn't know he was coming, but he spoke to the kids at the banquet and uh, told his story. And uh, he says, I'm about to graduate from Penn State University. Unbelievable. I've got a family. I've got a job. I've got a future. And what really touched me, he said, Mr. Helpy, I'm going to be the benefactor of this program. So cool. And uh, so you've got scoreboard, as they say, on the street. I mean, that's that that's amazing. Um, yeah, and 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 the other amazing thing is that, that I never could have told you, but the culture of the school pivoted from being academically antagonistic to academically enthusiastic. Um, it improved the student and teacher relationships. Uh, the ACT scores started going up. The scholarship money's going up. Fantastic. Um, and from Wayne, Michigan, we have kids going to the Ivy League, Yale and Harvard. And I can tell you, I didn't even know what the Ivy League was when I was going there. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I, I was waiting to ask this question at some point. Would Rich, would, would Rich Helpy have been a candidate for the uh, Champions Program? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it you would have benefited have, greatly from I, it. Right? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's hard to imagine your teenage self, yeah. right? Thought you know everything at that time. Sure. Um, but yeah, we... Uh, 
have had a lot of individual success. I, I can tell you without a doubt that we have taken kids that would have been headed for a life of despair or um, an early grave and, and that are now productive. Uh, we are, you know, also have changed the school to give kids a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, they're entering a knowledge economy where education's absolutely necessary mm-hmm. or a trade. And, and many of our kids do go to trade schools um, and do well there because they know how to overcome obstacles. Yeah. And they know how to be mentored and how to mentor. Um, and, and it's really great to see these students that have a future. It's really good to see um, the school doing as well as it is. And you, and you think it's changed the culture, not only with the students in the school, but also with the faculty and then that group as a whole. If you draw a Venn diagram, everybody included in that has been lifted. Is that correct? Everybody's in, and it's also it's the community. And, you know, when I was growing up, the, the community was behind you. We had a very robust parks and recreation sure. department. Um, the juvenile justice system was not the adversarial thing it's become. It was about getting the kid back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I just learned recently is that, um, you know, back in the day, if, if two kids got in a fight, okay, A, if you got caught um, and it had to be on the school grounds, you, you're, you get a five-day suspension. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get in a fight and it's not even around the school grounds, they, they send you to court. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's, it gets a, it's like craziness. You can't just shake hands and You're walk away. Immediately and, behind the eight ball. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, we are starting to build that community behind the students. And we are growing a donor base. Um, we need more donors. Yeah, and, and now's a good time to say, folks out there, if you're interested in this, and it's, it's amazing, go to championsofwayne.org website, and you can learn a lot about that. And you can also learn about how you, too, can be a contributor to this. Uh, it's an amazing story. And like I say, they've got scoreboard. Uh, what they've been able to do for that student body and the uh, culture of that school is really breathtaking. Um, yeah, that, that, that's an amazing program. You should be very proud of that. Well, just trying to help out a little bit. Uh, as we can, and it, uh, I, I'm going to be there as long as we can, and as long as we're, we're needed. Um, yeah, thanks, Rich. I, I appreciate you talking about this. I'm sorry to put you on the spot for that, but um, I, I just think that's a, that's a heck of a message. And, and thanks for thanks for doing that. And, and, and you know, some Brian, every school has graduated a guy like me, and that's where I think this could be a model for other schools. Uh, but that's one of the keys we need to, there needs to be an alum or someone that cares about kids mm-hmm. to sponsor a school. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. And Rich, we'll see you next week. Look forward to it, Brian. You bet. You have been listening to Richard Helpy's common bridge podcast recording and post-production provided by stunt three multimedia. All rights are reserved by Richard Helpy. For more information, visit richardhelpy.com.